This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports, but they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one-price, any-design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same, and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. Own your look, own the game. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Oh boy, the boys are back. It's Ken and Hal, uh, kind of a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, I honestly, I don't really know what happened. I think we just had a bunch of real world shit happen. And then I had a couple family things happen, but <clears throat> since we spoke last, Hal's been, he's been grinding. He got himself a Christmas bonus at work. I just found out about, so shout out, stick taps to Hal. That's huge. I mean, that's, that's a nice little cushion come holiday season, right? Yeah. I don't buy anybody presents anyway. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I'm glad that you like- brought that up. I'm glad that you brought that up. Cause I was kind of thinking about it. Like. Now that I'm single, the only people I buy presents for are my mom and my dad. Like, do you do you get presents for your parents or no? Yeah, I mean that's about it, and it's nothing special. I might be, I it might be like time for me to look myself in the mirror and be like, you're you're too old to not be buying people presents. But at the same time, like, Secret Santa's this that. Like, I would rather just look the other way. No, and I get that. And actually, it's funny again that you brought this up. This year was the first year I ever bought my grandma. Uh, on my dad's side a gift and it ended with absolute fireworks at, at our Christmas party just in ruins so uh, I, I would suggest maybe staying away from getting people presents so, so I am in one secret Santa actually this year unfortunately and that's probably why I'm so sour on this topic because um, I pulled my girlfriend's pregnant sister I if like you were like to pick me out of a lineup, if there's like a lineup of twenty people and you're like pick the person who would have the hardest time buying presents for a pregnant woman, be me. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> what's the what's the limit there? I don't know, dude. I haven't asked. I got what two weeks. Like I know there's like Amazon, you can get stuff in two nights. Yeah, but right? you, you need to figure out how much the limit. You can't you can't just be going out fucking like, guns a blazing. It's like twenty bucks. Like what is it? I don't know, dude. I'll figure it out. Like day of, like. I'm like a in within forty eight hours of the the Christmas party, I will have it figured out. But do you, until do you, then, do you it's want just some suggestions? Because do you want some suggestions? Because I have a couple in in up my sleeve right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, <clears throat> I've never been pregnant, and I've never really dealt with a pregnant girl. But I would assume that the number one thing that they want they worry about, other than the baby's health, is probably comfort, right? So maybe so maybe maybe nice nice pair of like fuzzy slippers, uh, a heated blanket. Something along those lines. Like, I think you kind of want to just be like, hey, I know, like, your body's going through some changes. Put on these fuzzy slippers and, you know, it, it doesn't look like you're too thrilled. I don't know. 
I feel like slippers, like slippers are kind of intimate. The fuzzy blanket mm. idea, like I get where you're going with that with the comfort, but like if you put that on top of like a belly, like isn't that just like Chernobyling the baby? Oh, I didn't even think about that, dude. No, it's not like a micro. It's like a tan. Oh man, I don't know. Don't do that. <laughs> I was, I was. It's like an incubator. All right, let's move. On. Okay, what yeah, but, yeah. Before we get into this, just a couple things before we get into our regular segments. Hal and I have been talking. We're gonna kind of start winging stuff a little bit. Kind of want it to be a little bit more free flowing for you listeners out there. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, but before we do that, I want to talk about. We need reviews, people. We need to hear what you guys think of this. What we can do better. As long as it's five stars, make us look good. We do this for you. We do this because we like the game of hockey. I love every single person who follows us and interacts with us on Twitter, except for the assholes. I don't really particularly care for you, but <clears throat> thanks. And then another little bit of uh, information. Uh, so we've been selling merch on Teespring, and it, w- it was pretty good because there were like, no upfront costs. Like We could get our name out there, all this stuff. But I think that we are going to be uh, – I think we're getting a new distributor. And this is going to come with, like, T-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, keychains, uh, winter hats, the whole kit and caboodle. And a guy that I work for or used to work with at my big boy job, he's going to start designing some stuff for us. So head on a swivel in the new year when we start coming out with shit. It's actually really nice stuff. It's not too gaudy. We're going to have some graphic tees, like, get the puck deep, shit like that. So uh, shout out there. Hal, do you have anything? Like, I, I'm fired up about hats because I'm a hat guy. But you're not a hat guy. I'm not a hack guy. I'm a sweatshirt guy, I guess. Oh, um, I'm personally. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Call him, dude. No, no I just got a FaceTime. I apologize. From who? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Our listeners deserve to know. No, no, they don't. Yeah, all right, dude. So, you know what? I'm off the hot seat now, so let's move on, dude. The first thing that's written down um, on the Topic list or Topic whatever. Topic list, here we go. Let's bring it. Bring the heat. The Carter Hutton countdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to say, so it's like December. It's cold outside. I get. I wake up in the morning cold. I take a shower. I get out of the shower cold. I have to start my car up. I don't have a starter. I have to like go outside and do it. I'm like snow on the ground. I'm angry in the morning. I am no for the Atlantic Division. I am, I am in full playoff mode. Fuck the Sabres. Fuck Carter Hutton. And I don't get why there's such a wagon, as some would say right now. I think calling the Buffalo Sabres a wagon is so fucking played out. I'm so over that. Like, okay, cool. It took him 20 years no, to finally be halfway good. decent. But, like, I mean, it, cool. Yeah, Jack Eichel's a great player. You have that defenseman. Carter Hutton, my guy, the people's goalie, as I like to call him, is fucking standing on his head right now. 13 wins, not even at Christmas yet. Uh, they probably make the playoffs, but I wouldn't call them a fucking wagon. They're going to make the playoffs and play four games and get swept by whoever the fuck they play. Like, I, I think it's good that they're good, but I don't think it's a team that you would consider a serious threat in any sort of seven-game series. No, well, I, I don't know about that, but, like, I look at – realistically, who they're probably going to have to play in the first round. It's either going to be Tampa or Toronto, and they don't stand a chance. No. So, I I don't know. It just seems like, obviously, they're good and they're trending in the right direction. But I just think we all need to just settle down a little bit when it comes to the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, and stop calling them a fucking wagon, dude. Like, no. They're not a wagon. You know who's a wagon? Like, the Lightning are a wagon. The Leafs are a wagon. The, the Sabres are like a... 
I don't know. Like a tricycle. The, I, 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 well, you said it right there. So earlier in the week, I did you? I think you retweeted it. Uh, the Lightning were going in to play Toronto, and like it was like Sportsnet, and they had like keys to the game, like listed or something like that. And they like picked like offense, goalie, special teams, coach. They had like everything for Toronto except for defense. And then the Lightning went out in Spain. Yeah, let's kind of break that down really quick. Top six forwards was one of the things. I, 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 no, I think I'd give that to the Leafs. Just because you have Matthews, Tavares, Marner. I mean, dude, they have some good fucking players. They have they have good players in the top six. Other, I mean, the light, who the Lightning have? They have Kucherov, Stamkos, Braden Point's pretty good. Block, Yanni, Yanni point Gord. Board. I know, but like, I I think I'm still giving the edge to Tampa. Just on maybe I'm just doing it based on like elite skill. Like, yeah, the Lightning are still sick for sure. Bottom six forwards. That's a joke that you think the Maple Leafs bottom six forwards are better than the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning bottom six. That Sorelli guy is a, just buzzes around. Like, fast as shit. Yeah. You have Ron Callahan bringing the goddamn leadership for the boys. I hate Kilhorn or Kilhorn or whatever the fuck his name is, but he's a good fucking player. Like, bottom six, easily, easily, I thought Lightning. I, I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Joseph is a good player. Paquette picks people's noses. And then defense, they're right, obviously, Tampa. Goaltending, like, I think Anderson's a good goalie, but, like, Vasilevsky, did you see that save he made the other night? I he take was, like, Vasilevsky over Anderson. Him, yeah. like, Vasilevsky over Anderson all day. And that's nothing against Anderson. He's actually a pretty halfway decent goalie. He's a lot better than I originally thought he was. But in a seven-game series, I'd much rather have Vasilevsky in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then the last one, too, dude. John Cooper is a great coach. Like, I think John Cooper, like, are you a John Cooper fan? Like, I feel like... I'm a John I'm a John Cooper guy. He, I don't think he ever played, like, super-duper competitive hockey. Like, he went to Hofstra. So I kind of, I like the fact that he, uh, he doesn't come from, like, the regular hockey ba- background. But I think if you ask anybody in Canada who, what coach you'd rather have, people love calling Mike Babcock a wagon, dude. A wagon coach, Mike Babcock, dude. They love him, but if you ever hear any players that have ever played for him, they can't stand him. Right. Like Commodore. Yeah, right. Who was the other? Was it John Michael Lyles? Did he tell a story about how, like, Babcock was going after him? There was, like, another defenseman. It was, like, the same story. Oh, you can come here and play with Nick Lindstrom. They go there, and they're like, eh, no, you're not. Like, none of the players right. actually like that. Yeah. I, I, right. It just seems like it's so funny because right now Toronto's, like, posting those articles but if toronto went on like a seven game losing streak the media would be posting articles about how is this like the most overrated team like in the nhl did william nylander like, ruin the maple leaves like uh, uh was john Tavares worth it yeah you're right they're they're very hot and cold but i kind of respect that they're never like lukewarm like they're either one way or the other right yeah that's true um, <laughs> Alex Ovechkin, dude, second hat trick, and I think back to back hat tricks, twenty eight goals, thirteen game point streak, uh, on pace for almost seventy five fucking goals. Uh, I would like to, I, I don't know, man. Remember when Butcher Gross came out with that thing? He's like, is Ovechkin gonna break Gretzky's record? And I called him an idiot and all that shit. Well, that got brought up again. And I'll say this: I still think Butcher Gross is an idiot, but I am a little bit nervous. What are I'm your not. thoughts? You're still not? You're still out on that? No, nah, because, like, at this point, so this is how I'm, like, coping with this situation right now. At this point, Ovechkin won the Cup last year, right? That narrative is gone. Yep. 
And I think you can really just appreciate Ovechkin for who he is. He's a really good player on usually a pretty bad team. Like, if they don't win the Cup this year, you can't blame it on him. Like, he's probably still going to put up 60. I just think based on his sell-up and his continued dominance and just, like, his arrogance and his, like, I-don't-care attitude, that he could just, like, be, like, 38 years old and, like, just, like, decide to go to Russia or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yager, Yager did it. I could see him going to Russia and then coming back or something like that. I could see him pulling a Yager. Do you think he has a Yager-like career? Uh, I don't know, man. I I, I kind of get what you're saying, but I also think that he is super competitive. Like, very, very competitive player. And I don't think... He knows what league's the best in the world. I think you. I think he plays in the KHL before he retires, retires. But here's a question for you, and it could be an easy answer. probably is an easy answer. Is Alex Ovechkin the best Russian hockey player of all time? Yeah, I, I think so. To me, that's no question. I mean, who I think, you got? You got Fedorov, like Beret, Malkin. The guys from, like, the 80s and 70s who, like, never actually played in the NHL. Yeah, and, like, and I'm I, sure they were very good, but the people who are, like, hockey historics and shit who are going to tell me that, like, I don't know what, Trechiak, the goalie, Boris Mikhailov, oh, they're better than him. Like, chances are you never saw them play other than the 1980 game, so how do you really know? Like, Ovech- Ovechkin is awesome. He's great for hockey. I've never, ever had really a bad thing to say about him. Like, I never really liked how people got on him that he couldn't win. He dominates the Rangers, so you would think that I would hate him, but he's just fun to watch because you can see how much he actually loves the game, you know? Yeah, I just think... I think that's the thing, though, is that, like, we're competitive, and I agree, and I'm sure he wants to try to break that record, but at the same time, I think he just, one, loves the game um, and just wants to have fun, which is why I think he might just say, fuck it, I'm going to do what I want. But I think the one thing that you're not accounting for is that he's a Russian superstar. He's a millionaire in Moscow, he's got to owe, like, the Russian mob a favor or two. Like, hey, come back and play for a couple of years. Like, he owes that country one. Like, you know it. Like, if he wants to go back there and, like, live a normal life, he's he owes him one. Like, it's time to pay up. <clears throat> and if he leaves, a big thing for him is playing in the Olympics. So so maybe you're onto something there. Later in his career, he's like, I'm going to go to the KHL so I can win Russia a gold medal. Right, yeah. That would be, be an Alex Ovechkin move for sure. That one, yes, 100%. And I'm a fucking idiot. We probably should have just stayed with the whole Leaf talk, but now we're going to bounce back to them. The Tampa Bay Lightning beat them. We kind of talked about how that thing was oh. on was on Twitter and, like, the sports net propaganda, whatever. Uh, I mean, we kind of got into it. What? Who's the better team? If that's a seven-game series, who are you picking? Oh, it's it's Tampa, dude. I think we had this conversation. Okay, all right, fine. We had the, we had the conversation. This is what happens. Uh, what this boy. is what happens when we're just fucking wheeling and dealing here. Uh, your boy Andrew Ference, he was a captain of the Oilers, which is kind of funny to look back and think of that. Uh, he's a great, great fucking locker room guy. It was he's from there, isn't he? Isn't he from Edmonton? Isn't that why he was yeah. named captain? Uh, he came out. I didn't really dabble too much into this, so I think you, you'll know a little bit more than I do about this situation. But he pretty much he pretty much took a dump on like the Oilers organization and on like Taylor Hall and Jordan Eberle about how it was like a losing atmosphere and all they cared about was like getting drunk and shit. So if you want to talk about it, maybe I can give you my thoughts. I can kind of read and react to what you have going on. Yeah. So one, he never named anyone specifically, but it was pretty obvious to figure out who the young core was that he was referring to. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he just went on some podcast and went on a rant, and he was talking about how like. How, like, when he was, like, in Boston, it was a winning culture, and they practice hard. And he said one thing that 
drove them nuts is that like if you pra- if you tried hard in practice in Edmonton, then you would get chirped by the superstars on the team. They would like chirp you for trying hard, which I feel like happens literally at every level of sports. But that's then he would say they'd go out and they lose six to one, and they go out and black out till four a.m. Get on a flight and lose seven to one the next night. Um, and he was basically just kind of ripping them to shreds. And and at the same time, he was like kind of like respecting the coach who everyone hated, Dallas Eakin. He was like talking about how great of a coach he was, and everyone thought he was trash. So it was just kind of weird and like. Edmonton Oilers fans online just went off on like Everly and Hall about how they're these big douchebags that tore up the town. Although there's really, here's my thing on that. I'm just going to stop right there. If Everly and Hall were going around Edmonton, just partying, being dickheads, like doing drugs in public, like banging chicks, like at bars, how is there not a single video or photo or anything? Like this was like, this wasn't 1997. This was 2010. Yeah. Like yeah. it would be there. So I, I don't buy it. What do you have on all of that? <clears throat> I think, I think, I think your boy Andrew Ference is a little bitter about what happened in Edmonton, and I think that he ripped. I mean, the young core and all that shit, but I, I don't think that he understands by ripping them. He's ripping himself because if you're a captain and you can't deal with being chirped by a good player in practice, like you're, you're the leader, dude. If that's what happens, you take those guys aside and either you beat the shit like it's your locker room. That right, I, I think that's a hundred percent on him. So, so my only, the only thing I'll say to that, because he went into depth on that, is that, and I agree with you to a certain extent, is that he said the, the issue that he had was that he was like a number, he was the number five defenseman on that team and no one respected him because he wasn't that good. Well, then like, they shouldn't have named him captain then. Right. I agree with that, dude. But is yeah. that his fault? Uh, they put, they put, a, they put a number five defenseman as a captain with a bunch of kids who didn't like respect him like I don't he didn't really have any say in that locker room like it seemed like I think the one thing is like I like Andrew Ference like I loved him on the Bruins he was awesome he's a pretty he's a pretty cool guy he's like really like involved in like environment and shit like that whatever but yeah. at, and but at the same time he's like it's like I don't know do kind of like shut up like mm-hmm. I, I like him um I don't really get what he gets out of this. Like, if Andrew France didn't say anything, dude, like, I don't think anyone, and I know you kind of just did, but, like, if you don't really break it down, does anyone really say, oh, those failures for those teams were Andrew France's fault? No. But no. the fact that he brought that up kind of kind of makes you think, oh, well, maybe, maybe the <laughs> young kids were fucking wheeling, dealing around, acting like idiots because there wasn't any leadership. Right. I, I don't know. And he was – it's just – yeah, I don't know. I, I don't get why he would do it. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to stay on to the Oilers. Ken, Ken Hitchcock, uh, this guy, I love the way he looks, man. They, they came out with a, uh, I think it was an interview of him back in like either the, actually, I don't know. I think it may have been late 80s. He was like coaching juniors or something. Looked exactly the same, but just add a mustache onto him. He he kind of looked like uh, John Candy and Uncle Buck. Um, I, I, I didn't see this happening. Like he had great teams wherever he went and never really got it done. But I mean, what do you, what do you have? I mean, he won a cup. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly have no idea what's going on up in Edmonton right now. They just have, like, I just think it's funny that they pulled this guy out of retirement and now all of a sudden the team's winning. I can't tell you what's going on with the team, but like his first like press conference, he was like, "We're gonna put Lucic and Cassian on the line and bang." Like that was cool. So that was like, cool. I don't know if that's still going on, but like maybe that's working out. Like I loved how all the analytical people are like, "Oh, this is why 
it's stupid for you to hire coaches that have already been coaches. Give people a chance. Like, I can't believe that they're putting all these guys on the same line. Like, shut up, dude. Like, clearly you've never played hockey because uh, if you're on the ice with a line like those guys, like, yeah, you may get your opportunities because they can't skate that well. But at the same time, like, you're looking over your shoulder the entire time. I would hate to be on the ice with those guys. Can you imagine lining up at a face-off and seeing Lucic and Cassie and just be like, fuck. Yeah. And, and, you know, the other thing, too, is with Hitchcock, like, when you watched him in Dallas, those teams didn't win. And I'm not comparing the situations, but, like, he let Sagan and Ben just fly. And he has the best player in the world. And he's just like, all right, dude, like, go score all our points. Like, yeah, go play 40 really- minutes a night. He is. I think he was playing like literally like thirty minutes a night as a forward, which I think that's like that's insane. Yeah. I don't know. I it's if Edmonton like do you think Edmonton makes the playoffs? Do you think they keep this up? Uh, the West the Western Conference is kind of like a weird conference this year. Uh for a hockey podcast, I should probably know the guy's name, but Cam Talbot's not starting there. They have like this I don't know his name. Weird goalie, but he's playing sick. I just I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs because this guy kind of came out of nowhere like he was an Islanders goalie at one point. Fuck, what is Koskinen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I don't think he fucking I don't think he lasts what he's doing right now. I guess I mean yeah I mean you're probably right on that they probably don't have the goaltending but like if you look down the Western Conference right now they're in a playoff spot. Uh, Colorado's in a playoff spot. Vegas is back in the playoffs. <laughs> Fucking joke. They're 10-3-1. I think Pacioretty has, like... Yeah, he went off ever since we called him out. I'm not worried about that, though. I don't think they make the playoffs, so I'll stick with that. They have 38 points in 34 (laughs) games. That's not that great. Like, the Rangers have 32 points in 31 games, and would you say the Rangers are a good team? Well, I mean, they just lost to the Coyotes in overtime because of Derek fucking Stepan, so I'm not too thrilled with my boys right now. That's all right, dude. You guys are fucking right behind the Islanders. That's tough. We need to start losing. Like, we need to start losing. So, this isn't on. We didn't talk about this before, but we weren't around when this happened. Did you fill in? Did you do a podcast without me the last two weeks? No. Because I had the family shit going on and all that. So, what do you want to talk about? The Islanders. uh, Going back to the Coliseum, I thought that was sick. That was really cool. Uh, like, I'm so happy. Hockey needs to be in Long Island. Like, they just need to figure it out. Get out of the Barclays Center and let those people run rapid. Like, if I was a Rangers fan, I'd be pumped. Like, yeah. those are the best games, right? Can you imagine you guys go back to the Coliseum for the first time? It's going to be a war. I love how, like, Barry Trotz even, like, talked about, like, if we play home games here, that's, I mean, that's five more wins for us. Five to ten more wins. Like, even Barry Trotz gets it. They, they're done. They're done in Brooklyn. That's awesome. Sick, sick fucking experiment. Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude! Teams I just went to their website just to check it out. In a couple weeks, they have Billy Joel night, where uh, the first ten thousand fans are going to get a Billy Joel. The uh, Islanders are. Yeah, Matt, yeah. Billy That's Joel's our guy. I know his numbers up in your rafters, but they wow. have a Billy Joel at wow. the Coliseum, dude. Yeah, but he. I mean, how many concerts has Billy Joel played at the Coliseum, dude? Check out, check out Madison Square Garden the next time you're there. They keep updating that fucking banner left and right. Come on, dude. You know how many people that probably went to Cortland that were from, uh, I don't know, like Nassau County, played D3 lacrosse. They, All of like, them. They were sick, and they drove a nice car. But at the end of the day, dude, they probably saw Billy Joel at the Coliseum a couple of times. <sighs> it's hurtful words, man. 
Yeah. I don't know. What else do you have? Anything? Uh, Islanders are a joke. Uh, we're we're gonna move on. We're gonna go into Carolina. We're gonna do this. You wrote this down. Is the Carolina Hurricanes owner the best personality in hockey? And then you have other other like topics with this. So just start wheeling because I don't know where this is going. Yeah. So here are the two quotes that the Hurricanes owner came out with uh, this week. Uh, so actually, this one was from like LeBron. I think he said the Habs are wearing their white sweaters at home tonight at the request of the Hurricanes. The Canes try to wear the Reds whenever possible. Word is owner Tom Dundon doesn't like the Whites. So he's going into Montreal, like, history of hockey, 25-minute slideshow before the game, and he's saying you guys need to wear your Whites because the Hurricanes are here and we're trying to have fucking fun. Now, I don't know much about Tom Dundon, but if this didn't sell you on this guy and how crazy he is, he's definitely behind the celebrations now. They all make so much sense. Tom Dundon, who might be Michael Scott as a general manager, (laughs) had this to say. We won't be drafting D-men in the first round as long as I'm here. I've got to have more offense. If we lose 5-4, to four, I'll have fun at least. This dude just came out and said that he's not going to let the Hurricanes draft defensemen. If I'm like Justin Falk or Dougie Hamilton, I'm like, oh my god. right? <laughs> you're selling your house like you're putting it up on the market. But at the same time, you guys just traded Jeff Skinner. Why did you do that? Yeah, they said, they said that they were like in the market for a sniper. And I think Skinner and who's the other guy? Lindholm? Yeah, they traded them both. Yeah, and like they both like collectively have like thirty-seven goals this year. Yeah. Oh, you're missing goals. I wonder why. <laughs> and now he's saying all we all we're gonna draft is forwards. But what do you have on this guy? I think he's get. I think he's getting in front of the story before the media controls the story. You're right. I think he's Michael Scott. This guy. I mean, I still hate the celebrations afterwards, and I still hate Hurricane fans. But I, I kind of like this guy. I can get behind Time London. Like that's kind of he just. I mean, this is the same guy that makes his scouts pay their cell phone bills. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I want this guy on the podcast so bad. The other thing I would want is for – they should do like a uh, like a sit-down interview, and it will just be Tom Dundon, and then it will be Eugene Melnick, and they'll just talk to each other, and they'll film it for like an hour. Gene Melnick would be so uncomfortable. <laughs> I just like I. What do you like? Do you think like if you're a Hurricanes fan and this guy's running the ship and he's saying you're not going to draft the, he's trading away players. He's we're celebrating. Like, what are your thoughts? What is your stage of like? I hate this team. I love this team. I don't know what to do. Where are you at? I mean, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I feel like I this guy's nuts. He's he's crazy. Like, do you think they get, like, special, like, Christmas bonuses? Like, we kind of talked about yours. Like, do you think that he's going to give them anything for, like, Christmas? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, what's, let's maybe, like, a jewel or, like, uh, one of, like, the, the fancy new things that kids are playing with nowadays. Like, maybe, like, a, a membership to Fortnite forever or something like that. Like, I feel like he's, like, pretty for the boys, but he's more for himself than he is for the boys. Oh, for sure. I, I think I think the thing with Tom Dundon, too, is I feel like if you have a good game, he would like invite you over to his house for a steak dinner and yep. he'd be boys. But as Bottom soon as you, as soon as you start shitting like shitting on him, if you're in the elevator with him, he'll just look at his phone the whole time. You know what I mean? I don't even know if he'd look at his phone. I think he would just stare at you. <laughs> like, get out. Yeah, like, are you fucking kidding me? And we're gonna stay on with Tom Dundon because the Charlotte Checkers of the AHL are now going with individual goal songs. <laughs> I mean, Dude, some, the somebody tw- organization is just injecting fun into my veins. Yeah, it's it's why I I don't like it. I'm just gonna say it, but it is kind of fun to like talk about and like go over what's going on. Somebody said that the LA Kings, I think, had tried it, and the Vancouver Canucks have tried this, but like, this is kind of a wild play. 
Yeah, I dude, I I love it. Um, I think you put it out there on Twitter. Like, what if you if you had a goal song? What would your goal song be? Do you remember what some of the responses you got were? Yeah, but I don't. I didn't know any of them. <laughs> what would yours? What would you say? Uh, I mean, we can get into that a little bit later because Patty B asks us what what a oh, what type of goal. Patty B, I can't. You know what's disgusting is I just asked the same question that Patty B asked. Therefore, I am right now at this, like me and Patty B, like we're just two peas in a pod. <laughs> um, maybe he's bringing yeah. the, maybe he's bringing the heat this week. Could be that. But the yeah, that's a good question for Patty. The Hurricanes, though, if the Hurricanes are going to continue to double down on all this fun and all this like shenanigans, like I might kind of start to think it's kind of funny. Like I don't like the fans who act like their celebrations the best, but. They're kind of winning me over with these theatrics right now. Yeah, I still don't like them. It's not growing the game, though. I don't think it's growing the game. Like, I don't think there's any positivity to it, but, like, I enjoy it. It's I a think, great thing to talk about on the podcast. I think it's fun just because, like, their their owner is an absolute wild card. Yeah, so like, number one goal is to get – can you imagine if we told Tom Dundon on the podcast that we thought his celebrations after the game were stupid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, they're not stupid. You're stupid. I. Yeah. Oh man! All right, what's next, dude? What else you got? Uh, Weezer is playing at the All Star game. I saw everybody got so torqued about this. Oh, the NHL finally nailed it. We finally have a sick performer. Uh, this may be an unpopular take, but in what world should I be excited that Weezer is playing the All Star game? Listen, I like Weezer and I like the green album, the blue album. You probably don't know what I'm talking not about. But like nineties nineties Weezer to me is like childhood shit. Like I think that stuff's cool. They've clearly lost their spark. Like they're a big name for sure and I think everyone knows them. Like they just started really playing Africa out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean yeah. Africa out of nowhere. Africa and Beverly Hills Probably are the most played songs of their years. You like that? It's strip clubs, dude. Shout out to Hal. Yeah, 18th birthday. Uh, Beverly Hills. um, I just I don't think that Weezer is a big get at this point in their career. It just feels like the American authors, dude. Like who else? Anybody that appears Panic at the Disco. Anyone who appears on the NHL 18 soundtrack. the light them up. Who's Imagine Dragons? Like Fallout Boy, dude. High hopes. Like, what makes the NHL think that the majority of its fans wear like sweatshirts from Zoomies and have like long like keychains? Okay, okay, I get that. I get that. But who would you have play? You're not gonna have no. fuck. You're not gonna have Future or like Travis Scott or like anybody like them. So if you had to pick one person that would be like the most perfect person to play an NHL All Star game, like who would it be? Avicii's dead. So, dude, like, here's the thing. I don't think it can be at center ice in the middle, and I don't think it, it has to be, like, re- relevant to the city, like Kid Rock in Detroit. This is a really random one. It might have been Ottawa. I don't know what the year was. It was, like, the early, late 90s, early 2000s. I remember watching an All-Star, and the bare-naked ladies were playing outside in a Canadian city, and everyone was loaded. And, like, it looked like a lot of fun. You so, get hard like, over the bare naked ladies, dude. That would just be like Weezer. No, dude, but it wasn't at center ice, dude. And it was, like, in, like, 
a bar. Like, it didn't really make any sense. Like, it was on the street, and, like, people in Canada were, like, drunk as shit. Or, like, have, like, Kid Rock, like, play. Like, I think it won. I think the concert should be in the parking lot. It should not be on center ice. I always think that looks so cheesy. Like, it doesn't work. Like, the acoustics aren't very good. Like, the crowd doesn't silent, and you see the guys in the band, like, clapping their hands, and the inf- the ice is just empty. Like, Where's the All-Star game par- this year? What? Where's Do you know where the All-Star game is this year? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, this is our NHL podcast. What do you think? Put no, I think I, I kind of like the idea of, like, having people play who's, like, kind of from there. Like, if Boston hosted an All-Star game, if the Dropkick Murphys weren't playing it, it would be dumb. Like, that'd be sick, right? Can I fuck this whole conversation up because I'm talking about All-Star games and we're actually talking about the Winter Classic? No, no, no. I'm saying if Boston were to play an All-Star game, I would want Dropkick Murphys playing. Like, an All-Star game in Boston, I would want that. I think they played, like, one year when, like, I think the first year we had the... The game at Fenway and like Dennis Leary was like announcing it or some shit. Like <laughs> I feel like they were probably there. It's just like I don't know, man. I don't think there's a team. Makes sense. I don't think there's a team that can play in front of an NHL arena and get them going. Like there's no band. Yeah, it's weird. I to say band. No, no, I think you're right because I, I you can't do like future amigos like because I don't really think that like kind of plays with the normal everyday hockey fan, right? But. But what's well, that weird? Would, that would be awkward. So would like if you did like EDM. Yeah, but like that's kind of like what the players listen to, right? I do, but it. But can you imagine if the NHL rink had like David Guetta playing like a song like at center ice? It would look lame as hell. No matter what they do, it's gonna look lame. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I don't know, man. I think you're right. I, I don't know. I think maybe you just scrap it and you have Mika Zibanejad and Ryan Spooner go out and play a set. Um, yeah, dude. I, do you think you think Mika was upset? That's why Spooner got traded because Spooner was on the. Uh, did only... you see Spooner? You didn't retweet this, dude. Like, oh, traded. There was like a charity event and he was DJing it. Oh, I didn't even know it. For the Rangers. I didn't even see it. I bet Mika was pissed. There's only room for one DJ in New York. Fair. What's next? Uh, last one, NHL the news. Who is your favorite to win the uh, lose for Hughes sweepstakes in the lottery? LA and Chicago are looking pretty fucking shitty right now. Um, I mean, it'd be classic for Chicago to get this guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't it seem like the stars are aligning? Yeah. I will know the NHL's rigged. Like, <laughs> oh man, like. What's Chicago going to do for the next 20 years? Like, Taze and Kane are getting old. They made bad trades. What's going to happen? Oh, don't, don't, oh yeah, don't, don't, don't worry. We'll just get another Taze and Kane. That's what we'll do. Yeah. yeah, lose for two years. I just, I don't know, man. They're there. Two teams out of the East. How about Florida and Philly? Everyone, every year. These are two teams we nailed. We are so wrong on predictions. Last two teams in the Eastern Conference. Florida, and the Flyers. Every year, it's these two teams' years, right? In your division, everyone's always talking about the Flyers. I thought the Flyers were going to be division, good. It's always yeah. the Panthers. Every year. Look where they are again. Going to draft a couple more Nolan Patricks and Jonathan Hubadors. <laughs> yeah, I think you nailed it. I mean, I thought the Flyers were going to be sick. I thought the JVR thing was awesome. They didn't really lose. The people that they did lose, I didn't think really would affect their team. Um 
Yeah, I mean, they... Oh, they... what about this, too? St. Louis is at the bottom of the barrel, dude. What did you think about St. Louis? They have guys dumbing each other at practice, which is cool. I'm Love not really that. against that. They're in, like, last place. And then they send out a viral puppy video? Yeah, I mean, I think this is just everybody trying to jump on the Rangers bandwagon here. Uh, don't get it twisted. We had the puppy first. I thought it was interesting that St. Louis said that anybody's on the table to get traded. Meaning, meaning Pareko, Tarasenko... I've been trying to put together like trades in my head that could get Vladimir Tarasenko and New York, and I, I honestly don't think you could give St. Louis their entire franchise, and I don't think that they would trade Tarasenko to New York. Uh, I don't know what's going on in St. Louis. It does sound like they're giving up on their team, but if you're St. Louis at the same time, like hold on to Pareko, like I don't, or Tarasenko, like I can get oh I can get trading like Shen, even though you just signed him or like somebody like that, but. Like, what are you? What are you gonna get? Like, do you think they're really gonna be able to rebuild that quickly? No, no. I think St. Louis is done. This is this is classic. Shen's gonna have a good year. Everybody's gonna think he's sick, and then he comes back down to playing like Shen. Yeah, dude. I can't believe they still have like Jay Bolmeister on contract. They're probably still paying like Chris Pronger money. Yeah, the the, the blue. That's enough. I mean, the Blues. <sighs> let's think about this. The Blues. The Kings have had goalie issues so far this year. The Blackhawks, Crawford's back, but it was kind of weird how he came back. And then the Crawford Flyers, yeah, and then the, yeah, but the Flyers don't have. It comes back. Get a fucking goalie. Why? Why isn't that Hart right. kid playing for Philadelphia right now? Right. I don't. I don't know. And the other thing too, looking at the team that's just at top of uh, Philadelphia is the Devils, dude. I guess like Corey Schneider hadn't won a game in like a year. Yeah. I, I don't I haven't been updated, but yeah, calendar year. Like what's going on there? Like I thought he was sick. I thought he I was, know too. He was injured. Not. Yeah, but he has like an eight seventy four save percentage. Like he's awful. Oh, and now people all of a sudden are like you remember the same people that said Keith Kincaid's our savior? Now all those people are like, he's good, but he's not a starter. Yeah, no fucking shit, dude. What did you guys get sick and tired of the emojis too? Try me. No, they never would. Um. Yeah. So that was our NHL in the news portion. So now we are going to move on to Patty B Hotline. Hey, this is the Patty B Hotline, brought to you by the Morning Skate. Patty B voicemail number one. It's not even Patty B. It's crazy. Hey guys, got a couple questions for the Patty B this week. Uh, first, I'm wondering if we're ever going to get to hear you use the Rush version of the Hockey Night Canada theme song I like Rush. for NHL and News instead of the normal version. And two, I actually agree with you guys. It would be kind of cool to see some promotion and regulation between the NHL and AHL, but it would be kind of tricky when you compare NHL arenas to AHL arenas and cities and so forth. But do you think such a system would work if the NHL were to reorganize itself into three divisions, one for elite teams, one for middle of the road, and one for absolute scrubs, and just kind of promoted and regulated amongst the NHL itself. Anyway, just an idea I had. Love the show. Keep it up. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, well, I didn't know that there was a rush version of that, did you? Sounds sick, dude. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. If if you're a new listener and you don't really know that much about us, the boys love Rush. So I'll have to check that out. Second part, he's talking about doing three different divisions, an elite team, middle of the road, and one for scrubs. What do you have on this? I mean, it won't – I'll say this. It's not going to happen just because of travel, right? Like, that alone. 
because you, your your elite teams could be all over the U.S. and Canada. So that I mean, that just wouldn't happen. But I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like we're kind of beating a dead horse. I think it's a great idea, but it'll never happen. Unless Tom Dundon becomes the fucking next commissioner of the NHL. Yeah, I mean, I like where the guy's head's at. The one thing I I wouldn't understand is how, like, the playoffs would work. Like, would you only be in the playoffs if you're, like, an elite team? Like, it would be, be kind of interesting to see, and I like it. The one thing I think he did say, too, and I think we mentioned this was AHL arenas, I think it would be really funny, though, if, like, oh my God. Utica, New York had an NHL team for a year. Yeah. Like, that would be hilarious, because, like live on, like, NBCSN, like, from Utica News going up against, like, the New Jersey Devils. Like, that would make my dreams come true. Be great um, for the economy, dude. Aw, dude, yeah, that would be great for the economy. <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know if it would happen. I think something that would be cool and probably wouldn't make any sense because it would be such a dummying, but if the NHL at the end of the year, like if they could convince the Stanley Cup team to go over and play one game against like the best team in the KHL or something and just beat them like 25 to nothing, I think that would be so much fun. Yeah, but here's the thing about that. I mean, that's a big risk, right? You go over there and you lose. <laughs> How about if you're if you're the worst team in the NHL, you have to go play in the KHL three years with the fly back and forth. Or they put you in some, like, city. You just, like, take over the team in Belarus. Yeah, just living in caves. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't hate that. Um, last voicemail. This one is Patty B. Here we go. Hey, Marcy. Patty B here. All right, I'm going to make it short and simple. If you could design or make a new cool song with songs, what would you do? And it can't be your team song. All right, new goal horn. This isn't exactly an individual one. I think he's talking about a team goal horn. You can design one, but you can't use your current team's goal horn. What would you do? Do you want me to go first while you think of it? I don't. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, I'm thinking really, really super loud goal horn. And then the beginning of John Cena's entrance, where it's like, Avenue! And then it breaks right into Gary Glitter Rock and Roll Part 2. That's a fire goal horn, dude. And then maybe maybe just cannon shots like the Columbus Blue Jackets. Like, poo, 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 poo. Get a light show of pyro. I mean, I'm probably sounding like Tom Dundon right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That would be pretty cool. I, dude, you're giving me, like, that was a really good answer. I don't think I have a good answer for this question because I thought it was going to be goal song. Uh, goal horn's tough. I always thought, though, something that I think is cool is, like, God, this is going to sound so lame that I've thought about this Let's before. Let's go. Like, the noise, a noise that, like, a huge, like, crater ship makes that, like, when okay. comes into a fucking harbor. Yep. I want that as the goal horn, just fucking cranking at full volume, like, as loud as possible. Okay. And then whatever comes down to the song is great. Gary Glitter. Part two, like, <laughs> that's such a good call on that song. That's, like, every AHL team ever. I, I think you got to go some sort of, like, classic rock, just, like, something super, like, cheesy. What's good like that with, like, arena rock? Uh, I mean, anything ACDC is pretty fucking standard. Yeah, but, like, something, like, kind of lame, though, like, Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it. Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> no, I have the tiger though is like kind of soft. Like you need a little bit of nails in there. Obviously, that's why you said ACDC. I just. <sighs> what about that smell? I have to think about that. Let me. 
What about that smell by Leonard Skinner? That? that smell by Leonard Skinner? <laughs> I, I oh also well, shout I, out to I, I, shout out to DJ Zumi because you know his goal horn and song would just be that like that one that one horn you can get on your phone where it just goes and then it'd probably immediately go into I hear your heart beat to the beat of the drums. That'd be murder. Okay, I'm glad that you I'm glad that you appreciate my my uh, musical wonders over here. Thanks, dude. Appreciate you. Uh, thanks for the voicemails. If you guys have any more, call in five one eight three zero nine two five nine five. It's five one eight three zero nine two five nine five. We love these questions. I live for them, actually. Patty B, keep it up. The other guy. Yeah, I just don't. What's up? I don't know why you thought I would see you like literally singing catch up. Well, like that, out loud. Like well, that, that was would, uncomfortable for me to watch. That was, that was that fuck off, man. That would have been. I didn't know what to do. I looked down. I was like scared. Fine, dude. I'm out here trying to, you know, put asses in the seats, and then, and then you just chirp me. So. <laughs> what's next? I don't know, dude. What's next? Uh, now we're gonna move into Lee Step next. Heroes and zeros, brought to you by Laga Sports. How do you augment that young group with a veteran player that brings stability, adds a little scoring punch, and has been around the block to make a difference? Tonight's focus is on that guy. Number 21, Lee Stepniak. Fucking Lee Stepniak, dude. What do you think that guy's on? I don't know. I, is he even in the NHL this <laughs> I year? Don't I don't think so. Yeah, if he's even playing hockey, should we change it? Do you, I think Don Moore had a little bit more pizzazz, like... I respect Lee Stepniak, and obviously, like, I know you and Feeder Boy Rex used to have Lee Stepniak Day, but, like, what has he done for me lately? Yeah, I think, well, we'll work on it. I think you're right. I think Lee Stepniak, just like on every team that he's ever been on, is kind of, like, overstayed his welcome. So it's, he's out, too. Yeah. He's, that's the thing. We have him for half the season. It's time to either put him on waivers or trade him. Yeah, and watch him go put up 25 goals somewhere for some stupid fucking team. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, here on zero time. I'll, I'll do my zero of the week. I've been, like, so negative lately about everything, and I think today finally kind of came to a whole thing. Just, like, hockey, work, life. Like, I'm just so glass half empty, and that's not normally like me, dude. Normally, I'm, like, pretty pretty happy-go-lucky guy. So, I'm going to start taking – I'm going to get back into the gym every morning. I think that's going to do wonders for me and just kind of stay with that positive attitude because, I mean, life's really not all that bad. You know what I'm saying? I got health. The old man's doing good. I got a good job. The morning skate has been doing really, really well, which is something I love to see. So, positive kids coming in, negative kids out, but my zero of the week's negative kid. Oh, God, here we go, dude. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going to start waking up in the morning. I already described my disdain for mornings in the winter, how mad I cart. I'm going to be stuck on traffic on the highway, uh, going south to work, and there's going to be some fender bender that I'm going to be fucking sitting behind. I'm late to work. I'm pissed off. I haven't had a coffee yet. I'm going to just scroll through Twitter, and Ken's going to be tweeting out inspirational quotes. 316. It's going to make me want to puke all over Oh, stop oh, it, God. man. Stop it. People love people love positive Ked. Positive Ked's not even a top five Ked in my books. Oh, for sure oh, isn't, but let's it... talk about this time out. <laughs> so Ked so Ked does this like other I don't really follow it. It's the two buttons deep crew. 
they like do like local news stuff for the capital district helped us with our videos and shit yeah um and a friend of the show but i mean he's just dragging his nuts all over your face he's no ked likes to pretend that he's the most holiday horrific christmas cookie guy i've like he just loves Santa himself, James Claus on Facebook. I've gotten zero yeah. Christmas videos. I'm not claiming. I've seen you drink zero eggnog. I it's have true. candy canes. It's December fifteenth. It's true. It's days. true. I admit it. it. I have been. It's the whole negative cat thing, dude. It really is. Christmas came quit? around. What's up? Did you quit your job at the Christmas tree farm? No, no. Well, that was the last week. I was slinging Christmas trees on weekends, so apparently I wasn't that out on the whole James Claus thing this year. Yeah, you were out. Uh, Did you dress up as Santa once? That's a bird. Bird No, no, I didn't. And, like, the job I work at in real life, they always have Christmas, like, competitions where, like, you kind of dress up in office or some shit and people go through and vote. Long story short, last year, me and my old man literally made a log cabin and we didn't win. So this year I I boycotted the Christmas competition and uh, pretty much scrooged around all year. I think that's kind of what fucked with my head. You're right. I haven't done anything. No eggnog. I mean, we had a Christmas dinner like about a week ago and shit hit the fan. It just hasn't really been that happy, jolly Christmas thing. But like I said, negative Ked's out, positive Ked's coming back. I still got, I mean, what's the date today? The 15th? I still have 10 days to really fucking, you know, put in the work and get after it. And I believe in myself. So, and, and, and Jack, I kind of respect it. I kind of respect that he called me out. I, you were thinking the same thing. So, uh, I don't know if you if you follow my personal shit. Just head on a Silva. I think you're gonna see a lot more holiday cheer. You have ten days to prove to me that you love Christmas, or else I'm taking James Claus out back behind the shed. <laughs> behind the woodshed. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not gonna give him a proper burial either. I'm just gonna throw him in the trash. Okay, that's fine. Okay. All that's right, fine. Dude. all right. Who's your zero so of the week, pal? Was- Mister Perfect. Is this hero or zero? What am I doing? I did my zero. My zero was negative, Ked. Um, I'm not going to do the zero I wrote down. I don't want to talk about my hot take. Oh, I, hmm. Mr. Perfect. My zero, I have the zero of the week. I think my zero of the week was your Christmas performance. That was clearly it. I just went on a tangent. So my zero of the week is you. Honorable mention, zero of the week would also be, um, the charity. So we played in this charity game like two weeks ago. Did we ever talk about this? Uh, briefly. No. Okay. Well, regardless. Okay. How many goals did you have, dude? Three. Yeah, here. Right? What? I've played, I have played two hot, I've played, I didn't play in over a year and a half. I I barely fit in my equipment at this point. (laughs) Yes, one of my goals might have been an empty net with three seconds left, down four. Count it. But I had two clean the first goal of the game and you had three. had three. So the fact that you couldn't even when I'm thinking I was gonna die and have a heart attack, what's I, that say about you? I thought I played well, honestly, and I was just coming off that groin injury too, if we want to bring that up again. You know what, dude? You know what, man? It's really hard for negative Ked to go away when we just keep talking about how shitty Ked's been the last month, alright, dude? So maybe a little positivity. Here's the Here's another thing. I thought, so we go to this charity game. Like, oh, man, me and Ked, like, 
first we do warm ups and like I'm like on a roster. Like, is this going to be a defense heavy roster or <laughs> offense heavy roster? As soon as the locker room filled up, I knew I was not playing defense. Yeah, which is a shame because at my peak physical condition, that's all I can handle at this point. So I knew I was getting the offensive bump, but I was like, you know what? I'll play with Ked all game. This dude takes like six minute shifts, oh dude. I, I like after a minute and forty five seconds, I literally want to put a bullet in my head. I couldn't keep up with you. Somebody I had to carry. Somebody dude. had to but, fuck. But, somebody had to carry the fucking offense, dude. I'll go up the ice. I will go down the ice, but I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I literally started the game I with am- each other, and then by the end of the game, like we were like so far away from being on the ice at the same time. Well, for the very last shift of the game, I think we were sitting next to each other. We didn't get out, but it, from the first period, we were on the same line. And then by the we were next to each other again, you would lap the team back to me. Well, somebody had to carry the offense. Ked's the worst, dude. Ked's the worst. Christmas no, Ked, all Ked's. That wasn't even a chirp at you. I'll make my zero of the week me for my physical condition. What's you, your hero? You put in two fucking goals, man. I wouldn't be too too upset about it. Uh, my hero of the week. We posted a picture, yeah, so the trailer, the trailer, the trailer park boys got to hang out with Sidney Crosby and shit. And they took a picture and we posted it, and uh, they liked our picture, dude. And they slid in the DM, so I thought that was kind of cool. Trailer park boys showing us love on Instagram. If you don't follow us, it's at morning underscore skate where you'll find all the pictures, videos, blogs, podcasts. Everything there, just like Facebook. Shameless plug. Start following us on social media if you're listening to this. I appreciate you all. Yeah, I uh, remember Park Boys episodes because when I watched all those episodes, um, I was younger and I was time. I'll always remember that my favorite TV show episode name of all time is Chicken Fingers in Community College. It's like I always thought that was. <laughs> Regardless of how good the show ended up being, I always thought that was the best title I've ever seen on a show. I mean, that was our lives Um, for four years plus. Uh, My my hero of the week, Joe Joe Haggerty, uh, Bruins beat writer, um, mortal enemy number one for me. I fucking hate this guy. So if you know all he does is just... Tear Tuka Rask down. Pound him in the head. He's not a good goalie. Trade him out of town. He's having personal problems. I hate Tuka Rask. All of a sudden, Tuka's playing well, and Joe Haggerty comes out with this article that the Bruins have the best in the NHL. It's like, Joe, you have been telling me for years that Tuka sucks. Now we can't have the best goalie tandem. This is not how it works, dude. Like, He's just... When I say he's my hero of the week, I mean it in the worst way possible. You are such a integrity. And the worst part, though, is his job is based on how many people click his articles. Every time I see his article, I get so mad. Mm-hmm. But I read it. Yeah. I read it every time. And I'm always so mad when I read it. He will always stay relevant because he knows how to write those stupid fucking headlines. I get you so mad that you need to – yeah. Yeah, I hate that. Every once in a while, you'll see like a, a headline on a blog, and you're just like, "This is so fucking stupid." And you just can't help but click it just to like kind of solidify the fact that it is stupid. Also, Tuukka Rask and Yaroslav Halak is not even close to being the best goalie duo in the NHL. No, but I think I think their only leg that he had to stand on is that they had, we have like the least amount of goals against in the NHL. Yeah, which I is mean, like a, a vast 
thing, but like got off to a ridiculous start. But like he looks like Yaroslav Halak now. Like he is who I thought of goalie like at best. Like he is not. We don't have two number ones. We have a number one and we have a backup. Like yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's those were our heroes and zeros of the week. Now we are going to get into the last segment. Three stars. Let's play that music now. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All right, three stars of the week. I, I gave you a call, or I texted you, and I gave you a call on the way home from Beer League tonight. We lost to a team that it took them 21 games last year to get their first W. Uh, they have three wins on the year now. I'm averaging like two points a game. I don't know what's going on, honestly. I don't know if I've lost a step or like I put up 80 points last year. I'm on pace for like 40 this year. I don't know what's going on. So what league is this? This is the uh, this is that uh, Tri City Hockey League. No idea. Where do you play? Uh, uh, the Albany County Rink in Union College. Oh, oh yeah. You gotta drive out there. Union College, great D1 college program, but like. The lights are on all the way. It's either like hot or too mm-hmm. cold. Mm-hmm. There was that one time they tried to frame one of my teams for clogging all the toilets in the locker room and flooding it. So what if we did it? We don't owe you twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Also, you got to kind of rich dri- ass. You got to kind of drive through the hood to get there too. And I just got a new new truck, so like that's the last place I really want to be leaving it. Yeah. It, I mean that kind of sucks. But anyway, I haven't been playing. Oh, I have a truck. What? You have a truck, dude. How's truck like? Yeah, truck. You feel he- tougher. Truck, truck head's good. I thought it was funny how you were like, "What made you decide on a truck?" And I just gave you the plus one, the the, the old Greenfield plus one yeah, that felt I, good. Here's something for our podcast listeners, though: is Ken won't put uh, truck nuts on the back. <laughs> no, of his truck, I fucking like. won't. But I did get a Bro, New York. Whoop. I got a New York Ranger sticker. I got, yeah, let them I got a New York Ranger sticker, and I actually ordered a custom morning skate sticker, too. So I'm going to have a couple stickers on the back there. No truck nuts, though, dude. So. I'm not putting truck nuts on my Chevy truck. Guy? Yeah, yeah. So, Chevy Silverado. It's fucking awesome, man. I love it. It's legit. But anyway. All right, well, what were we talking about? Anyway, we're talking, about, we're talking about how like shitty I've been playing hockey this year and how our team lost. So three stars this week are, th- are three ways to get – your beer league mojo back three, three ways to kind of, you know, press the reset button and get that swagger that I used to have, I guess that's long gone. So my third star of the week, I think I got to get my skate sharpened, man. I haven't had my skate sharpened in like six months. It's been a really long time. I think that could maybe have, have some sort of a effect on how I'm playing. Uh, legend of the area, Eric Greenway has been playing on the Sunday skates. Uh, the legend skate in Saratoga, so I may just give him my my wheels one week and have him go sharpen it. If you guys are from this capital district and you need to get your skate sharpened, go to Eric Greenway. He brings you right into his garage. He re-rivets you. He has, like, movies playing. He has bubble hockey, and all you got to do is pay him in a six-pack of Mountain Brew. So I think my third star, get my skate sharpened, would be a good start of getting my mojo back. Dude, it's a shame I didn't grow. I if I was the age I am now in the nineties, I would have rented out a shitty space and I would have started a skate sharpening company. One hundred and ten percent. Oh my god! Just because living the of dream. the internet now, it's a shame, dude. Because of the internet now, mom and pop hockey shops they don't last. Everyone mm-hmm. buys everything online for the deals. Like you don't have your local hockey store with the good skate sharpener. 
like you used to, and it fucking hurts, dude. And, and like, honestly, like, if I was growing up now playing youth hockey, I have no clue where I would bring my skates. Nope, not not any idea. I mean, I, I have to believe that there's still places in, like, Minnesota and Canada that are, like, your your old-time hockey yeah. shops, right? Like, they, they still sure have, I'm... like, Hans from the Mighty Ducks. Like, there still has to be, like, places like that to go get your, your skate sharpened. Yeah, there's a place up here that's so nails and like it's in like a log cabin and like that's sick. it's just nothing like there's like co there's like coho sticks on sale and shit still from like the nineties. But like oh fuck, what was I gonna say? Oh, I just don't I don't wanna get my skate sharpened from like the skate guard at the rank who like has to skate around with a cone to stand up. Like yeah, you don't want that. what do you do? Like and like those I'm sure there are parents now. If you're a hockey dad at this point do you buy a skate sharpener when your kid starts playing hockey and telling all the parents, I will sharpen your kid's skates and just bring them to practice? So at the, extra bucks? at the Legend Skate, we actually have a guy, shout out, uh, Derek Tuttle, really, really nice guy. Uh, he bought, I, f- I forget what type of sharpener it is. It wasn't the Spark one. He bought his own sharpener. That's kind of what he does. Um, breaking news, the Saratoga rink now says that they offer quality skate sharpenings. You are a psychopath if you bring your skates to the Saratoga rink and get those sharpened and expect them to be okay. An absolute psycho. Because there's no way. They've tried that for years. That was always like the biggest thing. I remember there was a chance that Ralph Moger, this guy, legend, I think we've talked about him before. He used to sharpen uh, skates for the Edmonton Oilers. Like He has Mark Messier's number in his phone. He had his own shop. Whenever you'd come in, he'd have a giant lip and he'd be drinking like a tall boy of Labatt like ice and he, he, I don't know, he, he was just like a classic hockey guy, and he tried getting his shop into the rink, and the, the city wouldn't let him. And I always thought that was like the biggest fucking shame, because you're right, I like those small mom-and-pop type shops, but if you, if you think that you're getting your skate sharp and good at the Saratoga rink, you have another thing coming. I want, I want to... I want to quit my job right now and open up a small hockey store. <laughs> is, that, is that what we're doing? <laughs> Oh man, the morning skate, dude. I, I already have a name for it. I mean, it fits. Who, right, who, we'll what's your third on the star? Back burner, but like, what's your third star? Oh, that was only your third star. Yeah. Oh, my third star is so like go home. A lot of times with like beer league, especially as you get older, the way it works is you go home from work, you rush home from work, you have to grab a quick bite to eat. It's like leftovers. Or your significant other or your family, they, like, cook dinner already, and it's, like, kind of warm, kind of cold, and you, like, eat it really quick, and you yeah. run out the door or some shit like that. Yeah. Or you just go straight from to the rink, which is also brutal. No but if you can, like, go home, have, like, a nice pasta dinner, you know, get a good drink, and you yeah, maybe a glass of red wine, like, okay. who am I to judge? Loosen up. A beer is fine, but if you have a nice dinner and decompress for 30 seconds, smell that fresh air, get in your car, listen to some nice music, go to the rink, I feel like... It's such a better time, but, like, when you're, like, you know, dude, I, I used to always watch you do this, and, like, when we worked at the racetrack, and we get out at, like, 6 o'clock, and we had, like, 35 minutes to get to the rink, like, it takes the fun out of it. No, 100%. It's the worst. Though, it it is the worst feeling showing up to a skate and feeling rushed. Like, that, I hate that. I, like, I'm, I'm a pretty, uh... I mean, what, what's it's not a superstition. It's like a habit. Like I have habits that I do. Like when I when I go to the rink, I get there, I put my stuff down, I immediately take a poop every single time. You got to get the pregame poop. After the poop's out of the way, I go into the locker room, I tape that whatever stick I'm going to use that day. Like I have <coughs> a routine. Is what I meant to say. 
Um, yeah, when you're rushed, it's the worst. I, I pasta wise, what type of sauce are you putting on your pasta? Are you putting meatballs? Like, what are you doing with that? Not before a game, no. I'm, this is light. So it's like a feta like a, fettuccine Alfredo or like a, like no, a vodka I'll, sauce. I'll, I'll either go like a white sauce, like a vodka, like a more of like a light sauce, like an oil based. Okay. A marinara, and then maybe like some chicken in there. Just something like light, but like. Go ahead and think about it. You just gotta boil some noodles and fucking cook a little chicken, throw some sauce on it, and you're good sauce. to go, but it still tastes good, and it's like. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, my second, my second star. I'm not gonna drink for a month. The month of January, I'm not drinking. I'm having a dry. I'm ha- I'm having a dry January, and this kind of plays into the fact of being positive, kid, hitting the gym and stuff. I've been drinking and eating like shit for like two months, and like I keep working out, and I'm like, why am I not seeing anything? It's because I'm a. It's it's resistance training, so I'm gonna get off the sauce for the month of January. And I'm gonna I'm gonna not eat bread. No bread or booze for January. That's that's gonna be mine. Are you gonna go to the Bruins Rangers game with me? Yeah, I'll go. You got a you got a designated you're driver, bud. What? You're no, you're not designating driver. You're grow up, dude. If you think I'm gonna let you be a TD that night, we're gonna we'll get I'll get a room. We'll take some cabs, Ubers, Lyft, whatever you need, dude. There's no need for a DD. I don't need that from you. I'll Thank figure you it for out. the offer, but parking at the company is expensive, dude. You're doing me a disservice. No, I'm not interested in whatever you want to tell me. Whatever emotions you're sending to me over on the camera over there, I don't care. If you don't think I'm taking you to, like, every bar before the game, you're sorely mistaken. Well, we'll figure it out. Fuck. Just to really like, <laughs> just to be like, a, just a big middle to, finger. You want to get if you want to get out of a rut in your beer league, don't go sober like him. Get some jungle juice, <laughs> drink some beers, get a serious buzz going, and have someone like Ken on your team who's in a little bit of a slump buster drive you home after the game because you know what, you're gonna be a winner. And you're gonna have that sauce in you. And you're gonna have that little pep in your step, and you're gonna be invincible out there. Yeah, I don't know, man. I uh... was your number one. Star, okay. You sound like you know what? You sound like Andrew Clarence right now, and I'm like Taylor Hall and Jordan Everett. No, my number one, my number one star may go off the rails, but I need to, I need to bring it up, and I don't want anybody to judge me. I'm actually not gonna do this. I'm just gonna say that right now. But after the game, I'm in the locker room. I'm talking to the boys. I'm, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why can't, like, what's going on? And I, I think to myself, oh, I remember that KHL team talked about sacrificing and goat. And, and like, I bring it up jokingly, right? But I've been doing a lot of watching of Game of Thrones recently. And they do a whole lot of chopping heads off people. So I'm in the locker room, we're talking goats. And I just bring up the fact, I'm like, hey, does anybody have a sword? Like, of course our goalie has a sword. Classic, because he's a fucking goalie. So, so then I'm thinking... Maybe I chopped the head off of a goat. And everybody on the team didn't think I could do it. Every, everybody on the team thinks that it would take more than one swing to chop the head off of a What are your thoughts on this? Do you think and it's, it's, think a traditional sword? A traditional sword, like, thickness about, like, a half of a foot. Looks like a regular sword. I think it depends on how sharp the sword is. But you're telling me I couldn't chop the head off of a goat with one swing? I'm not even talking about the logistics of it, dude. I'm just telling you that's never going to happen. I have two for you. You want to hear them? Well, it's clearly not going to happen. Can I give you two options that I think would be equal? Of a sacrifice? Sure. One, you take Garrison's goldfish, you flush it down the toilet in front of the team. Okay. That, that, 
That's Sounds a sacrifice. Sounds a little bit more doable, yeah. Okay. Two. There are two different types. There's two types of people in the world. Okay. There's one type of person that hits a deer and they call the cops and the game warden comes and picks up the deer. And there's a second person that hits a deer. They drive home and they tell their buddies that there's a deer on the side of the road. They take their pickup truck out and they go get that deer and they fucking eat venison like kings for a week. Yep. You need to you need to hit something, take <laughs> it into the locker room, that <laughs> and just start fucking venison. In my new truck, dude, I can't hit a. Maybe I take. I still have my car. Put maybe. A yeah. Put a tarp down. Well, you no. Have a tr- the reason you have a truck is because you can put that deer in your truck. Yeah, I can put it in the truck. I'm not going to hit it with my truck, but I still have my Whatever, car. Dude, but dude. I still have my car. That sacrifice on the truck. That's it, oh, or so the you're car. Saying you're just, wait, you didn't get you didn't get rid of the, the Chevy? No, man. I have that for when I ever have to put miles on and shit. Demolition Derby. Yeah, or or just start hitting goats and deer and bring them in the locker room or something. Or you're gonna hit goats, dude. I don't know. You never answer my question. You don't think I could chop a goat's head off with one swing of a sword? How sharp's the sword? I think super sharp. I asked him if it was sharp, and he said no, but we could get it sharpened. And again, this no, is again, this is this is not going to happen. And this is, uh, I'm just telling you right now. But if it were, I'm confident. I mean, I've watched some Game of Thrones where they're chopping people's heads off and shit. I think I can handle a goat. I think you would get eighty percent of the way, and then it would stop. So, you, so I would need more than one swing. You would swing, and you, if you went through a neck with the sword, you could get. 80% off, and then it would like, be on their back, but it would not be fully disconnected. I don't know, man. I think I could. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry that we're even talking about this, but it was it was just classic beer beer, beer league talk, I guess. Uh, what's your number one star? Killing goats, dude. Yeah, your number one star is killing goats, so shout out PETA. No, it's uh, sacrifice. My actually. number one star, I put down empty net goals. That's kind of a cop-out. Sure is. Number one star. Um, I'm not going to give his exact name. We'll call him the captain. We played beer league with him for a while. We grew up with him. He was always the captain. Captain Chris, we'll call him. His name started with a C. You know what? No one on this podcast will know us. It's Captain Cody. Um, Captain Cody is an absolute legend. And if there's one thing Captain Cody taught me from the age of like 11, it's that when it, whenever you're in a slump, you don't just say go it. on the internet and you rub one out. <laughs> you're ready to go. I I I don't know about that, man. I mean, well, I, was that aggressive? No, I don't think it's aggressive. But like, how's that any different? What do you mean? Like you're just saying, oh, you have to go rub one out, and like that's it. Before before the game, like before you get in your car, like. It's like okay. a, it's, a, it's a process of steps. You clear your brain, yeah. Try to the game. There's no in between. Yeah. It's not like you did it the night before. It's not like you do it after the game. It's not like you did it in the morning. You do it. You get home from work. You do. You eat dinner. You have the pasta. You go in your room. You do it. You, yeah. you go to the rink. You eat your good pasta. Man. You go to the rink. You have a beer and you play a good game. I uh, okay. That's something. I mean, that's a little bit more realistic than it's more realistic than the goat. Honestly. Uh. I tried getting it going a little bit. We we were losing like nine to six with like a minute left, and a kid on our team got hit. So another kid on our team went over and jumped the guy who hit the guy. So I went over. I, of course, like I was on the far end of the ice, so I was like the last one sorted of the pile. But I I kind of got in there real quick and, and I I got to the guy a little bit, and I wasn't originally gonna get a penalty, but like I gave him a little bit of the business. And as they're skating away, the the kid the guy this is a guy. He's probably like thirty three, thirty four, thirty five years old. Uh, his stick's on the ice, and he goes to pick up his stick, and I slash the stick out of his hand and then launch it across our the zone. 
and then the ref kicked me out, and I felt super tough. So I think that may be like uh, that could be a step in the right direction of, of Beer League Mojo. Okay, but you said you gave him the business. Is that all you did, or did something happen before? No, what's giving him the business? So he he hit somebody. He hit somebody on our team, and another guy on our team went over and like jumped him. So like there was a giant crowd of like people over there. So like I went in there and kind of snuck past a couple of them, and I kind of grabbed them like by the back of the neck, sort of, and just started like little little jabs, little jabs, like pushing his helmet up and shit. And he was getting like pissed and shit. So it really wasn't the business. It was more or less like the slash, and then like the I just sent his stick flying. But it was one of those things where I was like, I think this is gonna be cool, and I did it, and I immediately thought like felt tough, and I looked up, and all five of those guys were looking at me, and were just like, "You're such a loser." I'm like, "Fuck, you're probably right." Yeah, you're like the. Um... You're not a tough guy. You're like the you're like the cousin at like the party that like kicks people and like pulls their hair behind their back. And then when the older kids like goes up to him and punches them in the face, I feel like Thanks, does that make sense? Like you're kind of like just, you're kind of a pest. Like like when there's when there's like this isn't a bad thing. Like if there was like a tough guy on a beer league team fighting somebody and you were on the ice, you would get in there, but it's not like you were going in there trying to bust noses up. Like, no, I'm you're just going trying to piss in there to like, piss somebody off. Yeah, yeah, that sounds more accurate. You're right. So I, I guess That's I wasn't really... I guess I wasn't really giving the guy the business. I was more or less just kind of like poking him in the forehead. Giving <laughs> <laughs> him the business. Although you hitting a stick is a classic move. Did you love... I feel like if you know you're going to get kicked out, you'll do whatever just because then you feel like you're invincible because you're going to the locker room anyway. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I was kind of – I've been talking to the ref the whole game, and he was, like, a cool dude. But as soon as I did that, I looked at him, and I saw just the sheer, utter disappointment in his face. And as we were skating to the box, I'm like, are you mad at me, man? And he just wouldn't make eye contact with me. I just kept asking him if he was mad at me, and then he's like, you need to leave. Yeah. So. <laughs> Shout out to Scott Rock. I don't know why we're shouting him out, but sure. Glenn, miss you, buddy. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're brothers. No, that's a Glenn the ref. That's Scott Rock. Yeah. So I think Scott Rock's like his brother, but he likes to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right, but thanks, guys, for enjoying another right, episode. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for enjoying another episode of the Morning Skate. It felt good to be back, honestly. It's been a really, really long time. I thought... I thought we kind of kept, you know, we had our, we got it going. I think towards the end there, we kind of went off. We were talking about goats and shit, but, uh, Hal, any last words? No. I mean, see you guys.